Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. Welcome back. That was special. Thank you for that. I'm honestly just trying to... Um, We're doing this in a new time. Yes. Is it okay for you? Are you adjusting all right? No, it's fine. I'm... um. I'm very happy to do something that makes sense for you, time-wise, schedule-wise, energy-wise. So that's why we're doing this. <laughs> and because it's, it's um, I'm capable. Now, did I wake up uh, five minutes ago? Yeah. Um, do I know left from right at the moment? <laughs> Not really, but... Okay. okay. It's fine. We got this. All right. Welcome. Welcome to the world, Buttercup. We are so good to see you today. <laughs> I've also just been having, like, shit sleep recently. It's not even, like, normal that I woke up this late in the day. Like I told you, I usually... Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Up. You were usually up by now, so I didn't think this would be so crazy for you. I don't know if it's the coming back from Atlanta <clears throat> time difference thing usually that shit doesn't bother me but for whatever reason lately i have just been in and out of sleep all day long hopefully it's nothing serious well you're also still recovering from covid so you do still have to kind of take it easy for a little bit like a couple of weeks after you get rid of the Mm. virus you're still kind of like sleepy-ish and stuff so i wouldn't be surprised if your body is also like okay girl just you know give me a, a minute to chill out for and and recuperate that's a good perspective for my mind, which usually goes into right alert as soon as I have, like, I don't know, a sore thumb. Mm. I did anything. It's <laughs> right. just like, oh, we're dying. Okay, here no, it is. No, you just had a virus. So, you know, your body's like, we're better, but don't push it. Got it. Yeah. All right. Welcome back, everyone, to the program. I go by the name Nia Long. And I am Alyssa Thomas. And this is The Read. Thanks for coming back. Yes, it is. Thank you. Do you have a wellness check for the children? Um, the children? Yes. I actually feel like I'm having all these breakthroughs lately since the the Virgo new moon, full moon. Um, Noel's birth. 
<laughs> I think Nola, that baby is going to be yeah. like an iconic what moment a- for a podcast now. <laughs> I'm going to keep referencing that, y'all. Like, uh, yeah, truly, like a, a newborn icon. But yeah, <laughs> that I feel say, like I'm, I'm get me things. out. During Virgo's That's my too. song. I want to be out. And she still sat there that whole time for that whole concert <laughs> and said, bitch, I'm not going nowhere. This baby finna wait. I ain't telling her to come up and pop up You're gonna have this to concert. enjoy the vibes from the inside because I won't be missing this. So, um, yes. but yeah, I'm, I'm doing fine. What about you? Um, I'm actually okay. Like I said, I'm dealing with this like weird sleepy this thing but i'm like excited about things to come okay amen for that and um a copious amount of hard work we'll see how long that fucking lasts <laughs> well <laughs> for uh, an best foot forward you know we're gonna do our best every time okay, okay let's do some black excellence folks at home um we're gonna start with uh, an iconic woman named Chomanati. I hope I said that name right. Um, it's been announced that she will be the next editor of British Vogue. She'll make history as the first Black woman to head the magazine. Oh, I guess this means editor-in-chief here. She currently serves as editor of U.S. Vogue's website and will transition into the head of editorial content role at British Vogue on the 9th of October. Yeah. She grew up in London, so that makes sense. And has worked for magazines like Trace, The Fader, Love Fader, and London's Evening Standard, which that's, I'm not familiar with that one. Maybe some of our uh, British followers will be like, oh, yeah, that's tea. Or, oh, that, is know, a that is a very, very, very well-known newspaper. Really? <laughs> yes. It's like, oh, I, I think it's like one of their... Um, let me go. Yeah, like tabloid. Like a tabloid. Oh, like a tabloid. Okay. Yeah. So, like celebrity Hip-hop. stuff and Meghan Markle. Why? Oh, probably, her? probably. Honestly, yeah, okay. probably so. Um, she succeeds Edward Enifel, the current editor in chief of British Folk, who will be piecing out on Mar- in March. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. So, congratulations to her. I also want to shout out to an eight-year-old by the name of Tariq, who also is called the Corn Kid. He went viral back in last year for That's his right. genuine love of corn. <laughs> he truly enjoys it. Um, and now he's such an icon that he will be the face of Green Giant's first national campaign in six years. <laughs> yes! I love it when a plan comes together. <laughs> uh, nah, so he's going to be, they have a new product called Dino Veggie Tots, which I guess is going to be like a, a, a vegan like nugget, maybe? I'm not sure. Oh, sounds kind of um, <laughs> But he's the spokesperson for this product, and that means that he and his uh, uh, corn love and adorable nature are bringing home a bag. So shout out to him. Oh, this is so cute. And they actually look better than I thought they would. I thought it Yeah, they look like nuggets. Like, yeah, they do. So <laughs> maybe they're like, Potato with broccoli and carrot or something all blended together. Vegan technology but... has advanced a lot. <laughs> yeah, really they, they've come up. They have found a way to make their burgers bleed. <laughs> so God, I didn't need that. <laughs> put, like it's not real blood, obviously, but that whole 
the whole yeah that, they're trying yeah. to immersion they're doing immersion. a lot they're doing a lot over yeah. there with science and you know good for them congratulations Tariq last but not least I want to shout out um the beehive as well as Parkwood and a fan yeah. named John Hetherington who uh has been a fan of Beyonce since he was nine unfortunately he had uh some issues uh getting to her concert due to some issue I guess they gave him uh about his wheelchair. What? You can at hear the show? The at Parkwood? I mean at Parkwood. No, like the airport. Oh, okay. Now that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, he was supposed to board Alaska Airlines. And um, they told him that the plane couldn't accommodate his wheelchair. It was just too four inches too tall. What? <laughs> so basically, um, he wasn't able to get to the show that he was waiting. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, I can't even imagine how pissed. I can't even imagine how pissed. I feel like fans are more pissed. He seems just, like, really sad and disappointed. And and he felt like a victim of ableism, obviously. Well, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And sadly, that's probably not the first time something like that has even happened to him. Probably not. So, you know. damn. Wow. Oh, that's so shitty. Luckily, though, uh, like I said, the Beehive caught wind of it, did the taggity tag things, I guess. You know, I also <laughs> think that Beyonce's team is pretty, like, what's the word I'm trying to use for it? They're pretty, like, in the mix. Like, mm-hmm. Parkwood, I feel like, is pretty aware of stuff like this or yeah. I don't know I just I had a good even when I saw the video on how sad it was I had a good feeling about it that something somehow someone would make it right or like do something for him well Miss Tina's on Instagram every day so there's that as well I feel like a good 90% <laughs> of it is because the kids be tagging Miss Tina and she watch every video that is true <laughs> so a lot of it is that but Beyonce's team like her her publicist is very responsive I've sent her stuff before like oh girl what is this and so, and she has been, you know, responsive to that. And so I wouldn't be surprised if it's like, yeah, like they really are on top of it. And if a bunch of people are pissed off and tagging Parkwood and everything on Instagram and all over social, I'm not surprised that Beyonce found out and did something to make it right. So good. They were able to uh, get transportation for him, a new ticket for the concert. And not only did he get to see the show, he also got to meet Beyonce and Miss Tina. Word. He posted photo, like a slideshow of himself at the show. He got floor seats. Um, he looked very happy. He posted a photo with him and Miss Tina. And then, like, when I, when I first, I was in the gym, and when I saw the picture at first, I was like, oh, thank, I knew this was going to happen. Like, I'm so happy. And then when I yeah. saw him... With Miss Tina, and I read the caption that he got to meet Beyonce, and like he's like, I'm not sharing what we talked about. I'm not know, posting a picture right. like that. Is a moment between me and my queen. Yes, I teared up. Like I, I almost full on cried in the tune because I was just so like, oh, I love that. It just made me feel so good that he still got not only experienced such a great show, but he also got to like meet this person yes. that he's been a fan of since he was nine <sighs> reportedly like it was so sweet yes, i really hey. did get emotional you and your beautiful heart i'm so glad mm-hmm. that's such oh that's such a shitty situation though like the fact that he was even in that position to begin with is just 
That is utter. That is just utter garbage. Because imagine how many disabled people run into that same type of shit yeah. all the time, and it just don't go viral, and you just have to fucking deal. Like people who are probably trying to go see their family or mm-hmm. maybe get back to school on time, or just like any other regular reason that you're you're traveling that we don't hear about. You're right. Yeah. So, but I'm glad it worked out for him. I'm glad he got to have his moment, and and I really understand meeting Beyonce, taking a picture with her, having a conversation with her, and then refusing to share the details of any of that with the internet. That is... You really think you mean. <laughs> the same it. girlies who were tagging Miss Tina, everything else, mm-hmm. like... Thank you so much, sweetie. But you have to understand that I'm yeah. never going to tell you what that lady said to me ever in oh, my no, life. No, no, God no, bless no. y'all. And we're not entitled to that. We're not. Not at all. Not None at of all. us. <laughs> I'm so happy you got to meet this queen and yes. she got to put whatever in you. <laughs> she got to instill right. whatever kind of energy into you. Yes. That shit literally made my day. And my I'm glad day. you got to see Renaissance because it is one hell of a show. <laughs> On it's the floor, just, fuck is you talking about? So good. So this is Alaska Airlines can eat it. Yeah, fuck them. All right, let's get in to some fun. Well, I promise that this will be fun. Let's get into some pop culture. <laughs> All right. Um, in a section that I'm calling my big fat Greek bottom. Love that. <laughs> you know they put out a third version of that movie. You know, I've never seen the first one. What? I've never seen Your Big My, my Big Oh, Big my God. I thought this one, this new one was the second one. No, this new one is the third one, and it is terrible. But the oh, you've seen it? <laughs> yes. And I I was the only person in the movie theater, which should have been my first hint that mm-hmm. <laughs> something was wrong. It was mm-hmm. really bad. But that first one is iconic. It is so, so good. So, yeah, you should. You should. All right, so I didn't really dash through these topics this week. I'm familiar with a bunch of them. We'll see what we get. Okay. Because do I care? Not do really. I ever? Not really. Well, you, I mean, you do, but you don't. That's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's see. What do I want to start with here? Usher is headlining the 2024 Super Bowl. <laughs> Uh, presented by Apple Music, it will take place on the 22nd of February in Vegas. So I guess that makes sense. And this is the first time Super Bowl will ever take place in Vegas, which also makes sense. God bless those people. Oh, I gotta go. (laughs) As if Vegas isn't already. Hell, it's already hell. (laughs) The Super Bowl is going to take place in Vegas. Oh, man, that's going to be a great time of year to be in Vegas, though. February the amount of, be oppressive. If the planet still spins, okay. the amount of people in like, you know, their late teens and 20s would be like, yeah, my mom and dad met at the Super Bowl in Vegas back in 2024. Like it's yeah. that it's going to be a mess. Yeah, it is. But I think I might go. I've never been to the Super Bowl before, but I might go. I've never um, been to Vegas. I mean, well, and also I'm praying that, well, never mind. I don't actually, I forgot I'm trying to divest. I'm divesting from the NFL, but um, Mm. I want to see, I want to see Usher again. Let's be honest. I've seen him already and I want to, I want to see him again. I know he is going to pull all his tricks out the bag for the Super Bowl. Like, I feel like he's perfect for this. Mm. The career is 
just so long. It just <laughs> that man has been working for such a long time. He has so many hits and he's so charismatic and he can actually dance. Like he is a full on performer, Crazy a complete performer. entertainer. Like he gets up there to make you smile and happy and to like give you a fucking show. So I cannot wait to see it. Why don't you just like roller skate around the Allegiant Stadium and just make out with people's wives? Um, well, that, I mean, that, that. probably not. <laughs> he could, though. And how many people would really be mad at it, you know, other than mm. the husbands? But that's why the new album coming out that same day is ninth. Ninth? There are, nine, there are eight Usher albums? That's very smart, though, because everybody, you know, after you do the Super Bowl, everybody goes and streams your music. So for them sure. to have a new album right there, like, that's that's pretty smart. Wouldn't be shocked if a tour came as well. And he's wrapping up this Vegas thing, his Vegas yeah, residency. This is like his last few months, right? I think so. And then he's going to Paris this what? fall. Yeah, he's doing a few shows. He's doing something special in Paris this fall. And so I wouldn't be surprised if after that he's just working on the Super Bowl. Whatever he's gonna do for the Super Bowl, so I'm excited. I am, and I People love should the have rollout. Free tickets to all the shows. <laughs> I, love I mean, all of it, all of the videos they did. The one with Dion Sanders was so funny, and uh, Marshawn Lynch. Did you see those promo videos that they put out? No, but announcing Marshawn Lynch them. is hilarious. Marshawn like Lynch is hilarious. It was so funny. They even yeah. did one with that Kardashian that wasn't terrible, but the rest of them were better. And yeah, I'm just, I mean, I'm genuinely excited for this. And I love Vegas. So, really? I think I'm going to go. Yeah, I always have a good time. I do. Were you just there for the Queen? Yeah, I was. Mm-hmm. She was like, yeah, one more time. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I, okay, I, I just like, I, I still have never been. And they don't put a I always on. get mixed reactions <laughs> with Vegas. Where people are just like, oh, yeah, Vegas is so much fun. I always enjoy it. Da, da, da. Mm. And then other people who are like, Vegas is literally a hell mouth. It is. And if you go, I would spend no more than three hours there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's both I know. It's both of those. I will say the first time I went, I was much younger and much broker. And I did not have as much fun as I that have now. That affects it. Yeah. It does. That's going to be. It does. Because <laughs> the first time I was like, we were like planning our itinerary around where we could drink for the cheapest or for no money at all. And so, so, you know, you don't have to plan your day around sitting in the casino for as long as possible. You can do other stuff. Vegas has a lot going on. So, mm-hmm. um, but I, I always have a good time there. And I think I'm a, I would invite you to the Super Bowl, but you'll probably already be there working anyway. What are you doing? Sideline announcing or they going to have you in the booth? Well, my deposit hasn't cleared yet. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So we'll still wait. a little early, so I'm giving them a, a moment. Okay, all so, right. Yeah. I don't really want to talk, you know, get people's hopes up on what yeah. they can expect from their favorite sports analysts as far as I go. So when they, you know, when the money comes through, then we'll get to that point. Yeah, but. okay. Yeah, no, business is business. I get it. Truly. Have you seen Little Kim's Ebony Magazine cover? It is supposed to be Little Kim. That's the I'm- idea. <laughs> Let me tell you, man, I saw that and prayed that it was just something a fan did. I wanted it to be fake so bad. Yeah. And then I think I saw somebody who works for Ebony say that they allowed Little Kim, like, final editorial control over the image or something like that. And Keith Major, the photographer, said, and I quote. Okay, there we go. 
Man, she wanted to be in control of the retouching, so this is what we got. There we go. <laughs> <what> we <laughs> Not me dressing it up. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. They said, she, they said she wanted to run that shit through Facetune eight times, and legally we couldn't stop her. So, <laughs> oh man, it's the whole story of Lil Kim. It gets real sad around certain parts, and the way she feels about her looks is one of those things. Like it, to me, Lil Kim was one of the most beautiful women I had ever seen in my life in the nineties, and so. Yeah. The fact that she went through all the shit she went through, she's had all these surgeries and skin bleaching or whatever else. And and still, it's like, like none of that is enough. Like the the pictures of you or whatever, that's still not enough. Like you got to be literally photoshopped outside of even looking fully human anymore to be happy with the image. And that is sad to me because, damn. Kimberly refutes the, uh, the photographer's claim. Oh, okay. Shut me up. She said via in Instagram, who is this? Because <laughs> that's not the photo I approved or any other content they've put out. I always told Ebony it looked like a painting, but they didn't want to listen. They said they loved it. It's the sabotage for me. The funny shit about this is that this is their retoucher. That's oh. all Oh, I see. So he claims she wanted all that retouching. That's what happened. She claims they loved it and they wanted it to look like a painting. So, you know, where's Mr. Al? I don't know who would ask for the truth. I want to see if she said this isn't the image she approved. I want to see the image she did approve. Like, that's what I would like to see. But right. what actually made that or cover? It's like even worse. Oh. It's like even worse. <laughs> Kim is like, please, they left way too many details. Mm-hmm. But she said it looked like a painting to her, and they said they loved it. It so, does look like a painting. But paintings don't necessarily look good. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's all, that's, that's all I'm saying. It's just because it's a painting doesn't mean it's pretty. But um, <sighs> I, I, so I'm just... I still want to know, like, I could not believe that this was what made the cover for this, this hip hop anniversary. Like, I just could not believe that this was it. So I'm just glad that, you know, she's involved in something uh, hip hop anniversary related and placed to the forefront. It sucks that there's drama over, I guess, what she looks like or doesn't look like Mm -hmm. as far as this cover goes. But, um... Yeah, for me, someone who also has been around since Lil' Kim debuted and seen all these different versions of her, at this point, the whole, like, oh, Lil' Kim looks so different and got all these surgeries and whatever thing, I'm past it. Like, I know Lil' Kim look different. I know that it's not necessarily for the better. At this point, I'm just like, I want for her... To be able to at least still exist in the in the position of an icon or a legend that she deserves. Okay, I know that it's hard. I think well, some people try to make it hard to give her that because she looks different, and also the Nicki Minaj, you know, mm-hmm. of it. But <laughs> like I said, yeah, there's that. Because <laughs> like I said, uh. Yeah, I was just happy to see her involved in or given some sort of recognition for mm-hmm. 
the hip hop holiday or whatnot. Because her debut album, no skips. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Her sophomore album, no skips. So, yeah. No, she is she is who she is. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> and and so we we have to take. We're just gonna take the good where we can with that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, what do it do? Did you want to talk about Renaissance in Houston, the Houston show of Renaissance? And we're having I mean, Houston. we can talk about how y'all got Megan and how deeply unfair, yet fair, yet unfair that was. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, it's it's Houston, so duh. And um, when she canceled that. Uh, festival she was supposed to be doing. That's when I know for sure. Like it ain't in no other way that she is anywhere Global else. Global citizen, which is right? Like small right. <laughs> it's not. It's not just somebody's little local festival. Like yeah. So, but yeah, I would have done the same thing. I would have canceled just about anything. <laughs> I'm struggling to think of something I wouldn't have skipped. <laughs> Maybe my own. Never mind. I was about to say my own graduation, but fuck that graduation. I still got the degree. So. Period. I mean, to get on stage with Beyonce, yeah. No, I'm sorry. We could have a graduation at home. We could do that at home. <laughs> it's been done. <laughs> Why do we have okay. graduations right in their goddamn backyard? Graduation okay. ain't nothing but okay. a mixer. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I was. Uh, she looked incredible. I was so happy to see her up there and just to hear the things Beyonce was saying to her and. How affirming! Don't that she must make have you felt. proud, Houston? She oh, makes she me, me proud. proud. Yeah, yeah. After that fucking hating ass immigrant came into the city and tried to play her, <laughs> <laughs> she was the queen of performance. Yes. And pop music was like, uh, yes. that bitch. Yes, and you see how that bitch. a lot of the fake niggas all of a sudden are like, oh, okay, right, that Meg, okay, not whatever Meg mm. you was talking about. This Meg. Oh, Meg, that must have been so nice for you. Oh, Meg. Blah, blah. No, 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 no. We ain't forgot all the shit y'all was saying. All these Tory Lane supporters, all this, maybe Megan is this, and you know, she a Sagittarius, maybe lying, or whatever the fuck else. Like, oh. He was just trying to make it clear. He was just trying to make sure John no, no, knew it. No, no, no. somewhere Shut with that. Go somewhere okay. with that. Right. But you anyway. the problem. But, but yes, my girl got up there looking incredible. Dancing and performing alongside the actual fucking queen when she lost her shit on stage, it was like, ah, yes, I when she had that moment. I said, Megan, you're very too reminiscent real of this. Adele. Yes. Like yes. when the girlies, I love when the big pop, like heavyweight girlies mm-hmm. witness Beyonce and they're just like, and they lose their shit just like the rest of us would That's because right. duh. Right. Because duh. Yes. Absolutely. It's not trying to play. You, you know see her upper. Right. So I loved that for Meg. I love the TikTok she did where she talked about her experience. That was so cute. And Oh yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, I mean I hated it for me, but I loved that for Houston. And yeah, I'm glad y'all had fun. There's one more show tonight in New Orleans and then the one in Kansas City, and that is it. Mama is mm. really almost done wrapping it up. I can't believe it. Blue got to go to school, okay? She said that's enough renaissance. <laughs> hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. 
If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Um, Tams has dressed rumors that she's pregnant with Future's baby. I don't understand. This one, I didn't dive deep into, but I did see a headline for it, and I was so confused. Yeah, I saw the rumor going around and was like, why would y'all even think that? Are are they? Okay. So a video has been circulating that Mm -hmm. shows Tams with a presumed baby bump. Now y'all do this. Every single time a famous girl goes to Taco Bell. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't really know. Yeah. So far, no pregnancy has been confirmed. And if she is pregnant, future being the baby daddy seems to be something that just came out of absolutely. Again, why? Right. Why him of all the people? Do they they have a song together? Like. Yes. They were both on Wait For You last year. Uh-huh. So. Right. Okay. <laughs> but still, <laughs> why would she be pregnant with him? Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. It's not going to make sense. And I know that. She posted a picture of herself with a caption, in conclusion, you people are all mad. <laughs> and like, <laughs> you know, overseas mad. Like, not angry, man. No, mad, like, out of your mind. Yeah. 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 Okay. You know, uh, I stand Thames of Singing Thick Queen. 
And if she's not pregnant with Future's baby, that's a win. Yeah, (laughs) that's an excellent... I just, I still want to know why niggas decided it had to be Future. Like, why? I I don't know. This is just one of those things where y'all could manage your business. Like, didn't they do this to Issa once? And she was like, can a bitch just have... Once. Like a (laughs) boat... Oh damn! <laughs> I didn't know it happened more than once, but she says something I feel like, like "Can I just have a some spaghetti? Like, yeah. why are y'all tripping? Yeah, like maybe just leave people alone and don't worry about the uteri. You give people to, uh, a chance to be like, I am pregnant, or yeah. like be like way into their third trimester where they are obviously pregnant. <laughs> right? You know what I mean, before yeah. just like, oh, clearly you have a baby. Like, no, I. Have like a decent lunch. I'm. Thank you for pointing yeah. out what my body looks like. <laughs> I don't. I. Yeah. No. It's it's <sighs> weird behavior, and then to tie future into it for no reason. It's like y'all niggas will literally just say anything, and so like I woke are. up to a jump scare. <laughs> like, <laughs> like oh god. Uh. <laughs> Okay, I'll do like two more. Speaking of uh, parenting, Krishan Rock has been um, criticized. I guess she was in Walmart or something uh, with her newborn baby who's like, I don't know, two weeks old. And the baby was in a carrier with his head sort of like dangling back, not really being supported. Um, And I guess another Walmart shopper was recording her uh, during this whole thing, and then it found its way to social media, obviously. And so mm-hmm. she's sort of been criticized for, you know, not holding the baby uh, and all this other shit. Um, I saw, like, a half-second of a response where Kashan basically said, instead of that lady recording her, she could have just helped out because she was there yep. with her dog. Yeah. Two carts full of stuff. Her baby daddy is not answering the phone or not helping her. Lord. So she's and I was like, that's fair. It is. <laughs> like it is. that's completely fair. Obviously, if you fall you're probably recording this lady because you know who she is, mm-hmm. as well as this baby. Which, if you know that, then you probably also know that she's 23 and this is her first child. Ooh, she is only 23. Damn. So yeah mistakes are gonna be made mm-hmm. i don't think she was in there dribbling the babies if to you know playing horse all right <laughs> you know <laughs> you know i'm not gonna just be like oh it's okay because i i do also kind of feel like supporting a baby's neck is kind of like no it's, it's pretty important yeah it is n- not that it's important i think oh. it's also just kind of like uh one-on-one babying you know <laughs> Yes. But at the same time... It is. It does feel a little, like, yucky to be like, man, this brand new young mom in Walmart overwhelmed and couldn't even hold this baby <laughs> neck. It's like, yeah, you probably could have went over there and be like, you need any help? Or like, you got to hold the baby neck up, love, or something. Yeah, it's like, or you could have just ignored her. I mean, as shitty as that also is, you could have just ignored her and... yeah went on about your business, but instead you decided to, like, be unhelpful and rude. It's like, so to then pull out your camera and be like, hey, I know you're young and your baby daddy situation is volatile, and that's putting it lightly 
I mean, that's putting it after that nigga posted that. Did you hear about him posting the picture? Did I hear about it? I'm just glad that's all I did. Okay, no, thank God I did not see it. Please don't tag me. I do not want to see it. But the fact that this nigga put a photo of his son's genitals on the internet, like, and 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 again, as a means to try and attack Krishan's motherhood, right? Like she caused the hernia. Like, he needs to be in a padded room. He does. And I say that he as does. a crazy person. No, I mean, I, I, I'm struggling to think of something that is still empathic to say. Um, but, <laughs> and that happens a lot when I think about this Krishan and Blueface story, honestly. Like, the, How couldn't it? The both of them really frustrate me. But like, when you know everything, this girl has been very open about Having a rough childhood. We have seen the way that Blueface abuses her over the past few years, I want to say. Like, she's very open about all the ways he's tried to manipulate her, get her to change the name on her checks and, like, all this other shit that's going on. And so I just feel like if you see somebody struggling with a baby and a bunch of groceries and shit, you either help or you don't. You don't make it worse by then recording this woman who isn't doing something wrong. Like, she's not trying to sell the baby for drugs or something. Like, <laughs> like she's literally trying to get her shit together. The bitch is at Walmart like everybody else. Like, goddamn. Is that just the image of her trying to do that in the Walmart? Just over there by the fucking Dayquil and shit. Like, um. <laughs> Oh, she just like, skated by the sliding entrance line for anyone like Just checking. It's not funny. It's not. No, it's, it's not. No, you're right. You're it's right. not. But yeah, like y'all could have just not done this. And so I find that whole, I find that disgusting. And I pray she's able to safely get away from that man and and become the mother that her child deserves. Because I'm not holding my breath. Krishan Jr., I know we talk a lot about kids who are born with the odds stacked against them, but... I mean, sweetie, this young man has been here all of, like, maybe 14 days. Maybe! And has already been bungee jumping in Walmart and had yes. his fucking daddy put his balls and shit on the internet. Like, yeah, I would say the odds are stacked. It's rough. It's rough. It's rough already for Krishan Jr. So, yeah, I'm, I pray that Krishan gets whatever help she needs in order to take care of her child in the way that that child deserves because god Same. damn god damn blueface i feel like that's enough to have blueface's custody terminated fully I feel, damn. Like, I feel like any judge would be like oh yeah no what see this baby you'll never <laughs> that can also be placed right alongside him asking his other son is he gay right the fact they ain't got no damn food in their pantry <laughs> The fact that the baby is five, sleeping in a three-year-old's Lightning McQueen baby. And his hoes twerking all over his Oreos and, there are and juicy boxes and shit. Like, it's too much. It's too much. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Whereas, I feel like Krishan needs a lot of support. I feel like she actually wants to be a good mother. And Blueface, I feel needs a lot of support and is also not interested in being a good parent. Like, I'm not getting good parent vibes. I'm not getting an effort to do the best for my children from that nigga 
with yeah. regards to any of his kids, especially yeah. the one whose genitals you just posted on the internet for the whole fucking world to see. As the video I saw of her, she was so devastated. And I cannot even imagine, like, nigga, feel however you want to feel about me. Why would you do this to our baby? Why would you do this to a baby? Oh, God. Oh, it's too much. Last but not least, um, oh, send that nigga to jail. Nicki Minaj's husband has been placed back on house arrest for violating terms of his probation. This is apparently a result of him reportedly threatening Cardi B's husband via social media when he recorded himself standing outside of like a Rite Aid or some shit in the middle of the night in New York. Um, according to documents, Mr. Petty was sentenced to 120 days of house arrest by a federal judge in Los Angeles. Mind you, again, this is where they live, but they were in New York. Mm-hmm. <laughs> After he was recorded on video, Quote, making threatening remarks towards a specific individual while in the company of someone with a criminal record, which you also shouldn't be able to do. Yeah, no, and I like, feel like you know that. Even if he walked out of a right aid with like some Cheetos and a and a Hawaiian punch and recorded himself with the sticker, he'd still be right. in trouble. Yeah. And that's kind of like a common knowledge thing, I think, for criminals. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Um Kenneth's probation officer says uh, they believe placement in the location monitoring program will effectively allow for close monitoring of Mr. Petty's activities, limit his movements, provide a section, as if he has anywhere to go or anything. (laughs) (coughs) Provide a sanction for his noncompliance and, quote, encourage him to reflect upon and (laughs) reevaluate his current status in the community. Read him, probation officer. So, this was like a whole thing where he uh, he allegedly threatened Offset, Offset like hopped mm-hmm. off a jet laughing about it, and there was all this other drama about like, you know, Cardi's alleged involvement, because she was talking about, oh, keep my husband's name out your mouth, and then Nikki was like, oh, we're doing Queen Radio, was doing like all of this cryptic weird posting as if she was gonna like go off on them and she started she even all like implied that that the cops were called on her by yeah, another did. artist yes yeah, she did <laughs> um and like had her house sura- uh, surrounded by folks with guns while the baby was inside some shit did she talk about that on Queen Radio? I haven't seen any clips or any, so I'm assuming the fuck not. Uh, You're well, a Queen Radio fan. Well, I am, and I I tried to get through it. I did, but she... <laughs> Have you seen none of the clips? She was... I saw a clip of her awkwardly dancing to dancehall music. Yeah. And yeah. I saw a clip of her in a studio with, like... 30 niggas. Yep. Okay. All right. That's all. So they there were a lot of moments that I saw um where I felt like I could not identify the drug she was on. Like I don't know what that is. (laughs) I at this point it's beyond what I've witnessed and can ascribe as being cokehead behavior. I don't know what this is with you like it could be well, I don't really know the effects of these different 
Yeah, I don't know what these pills like do. I don't. Right. I don't know what it something. is, but it was. Um, she's admitted to pit popping pills before. Yeah, but she yeah. Is you know very. Uh, she denies using coke very profusely. Okay. Well, I mean, and that could be true. I don't know, but. I could not identify that behavior. I really was confused as to what uh, Nikki was doing. But I remember saying just last week that I feel like as a felon, you're really not supposed to be on Instagram making <coughs> threats against other people. Like, so there was, if 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 me, a, a stranger who is completely unrelated to this situation, can see how your husband's actions are going to lead to him violating parole and going back to jail or being on house arrest. I'm not sure how Nikki and Kenneth got to the conclusion that this is somehow Cardi's fault or Offset's fault. That's that the part that's the police pulled up. Like, girl, do you know we all saw this? And <laughs> anybody at all could have reported this? Like, that. So, for all we know, the judge saw it. It's like, what do you mean? Nobody had to tell when your nigga, he is famous because you are famous. Yeah, but I was assuming that the action of making the threat was a response to this alleged cop calling thing. Because she claimed she was, that they were swatted. As in, just at home, minding their business, not doing nothing, and then somebody called the police on them to say, hey, you know, there's something crazy going on there, that type of swatting. So, it to me, the question, and from some others, the question was, what the fuck exactly happened that made you go out there and make that threat to Offset in the first place? Yes. Because it seems like Nikki was trying to imply that because Cardi's new song flopped, she called the cops on Nikki. Like that doesn't make any sense, that, right? See that that is stand behavior. <laughs> that None of this sense. makes any sense. <laughs> it's all really weird. But I do think that it does truly, when sense is involved, boil down to exactly what you just said. Okay. Even if Cardi was like, <laughs> "I'm bored. My song sucks. I'm gonna bother Nicki Minaj," you still know that you're a criminal who is on probation. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you can't. You still can't do this. Right. It's gonna get you in trouble. So, it's and, really that it's simple. And you're in, both of y'all are in your 40s. This is not new information yeah, for anybody involved. Too. You have a long career. He dresses history. like he's in his 14s. But. If you Google Kenneth Petty, what shows up on Google is his name, and then right underneath it says convicted sex offender, Nicki yeah, Minaj's husband. Like, literally his title. This is you. In that order. <laughs> You've had way too much of a criminal history to not know how to act on probation. Like for so long. If they if that means you have to sit down at home for the rest of the year and miss out on Nikki's album release party. I mean, unless she has it at the house, she might. Or I don't know, maybe you have other children who have birthdays coming up. Maybe Papa Bear's birthday is in the fall. I don't know. Like I won't say that is only good. The fact that No, I don't think so. <laughs> I truly don't think so. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, but I don't ever hear anything about other, about his other kids. But maybe he does. He probably does. Yeah, he reportedly has five other children from past relationships. Work out. Okay, yep. I'm not sure (laughs) which baby mama Nikki is, but not not number one. Um, So, but anyway, the fact that a judge has to tell your big stupid ass to sit at home for the rest of the year and cool out 
because you decided to go on Instagram after the VMAs and do a bunch of talking that ultimately meant nothing. It's like, at what point do niggas decide to learn? I want to say, I want to say a lot of this is like ego driven in Mm. the sense of you probably feel like in exchange for you having a lifestyle upgrade, um, an incredibly successful, beautiful uh, Mm -hmm. wife. Talented wife, yep. Talented wife. um, Your position is to be able to be like extreme security, to be like an intimidating husband. We don't know what the fuck Kenneth does besides (laughs) be married to that lady. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I feel like he probably, as like, you know, a man in a situation where basically everyone knows you as your girl's husband. Yeah. And who is a street nigga is probably like, I feel like I gotta do this type of shit because I'm feeling emasculated in all of these other ways in my life. And she probably looks to me yep, to be this to tough that. nigga yep. that she can brag about being married to because you can't brag about what anything else about him his work ethic Mm -hmm. you can't brag about his company success you can't brag about like his style or (laughs) like you can't there's nothing not even his character there's nothing to brag about (laughs) all you could possibly say is if you try me my husband (laughs) can kill you or have you or have you killed maybe (laughs) um and even in that, it's like move in silence. Okay. What are you talking about? Right. Get an so, owl. So you're gonna go back to jail? Is that what you're telling me? Like I'm worth going back to jail. <laughs> His criminal friend should have said should have flipped around in the video and said, I'm not an owl. <laughs> oh, you haven't seen Harry Potter's movies. What do you yeah. mean? <laughs> There's a scene in I wanna say Prisoner of Azkaban where Hermione when Ron and, and Harry aren't speaking to each other. That mm-hmm. might be Goblet of Fire, actually. I can't remember which one. But Harry and, and Ron are, aren't speaking because Ron is all jealous. And he oh, keeps yeah. sending Hermione back and forth to, like, go oh. tell him I said this. <laughs> yeah. Well, then you tell Ron. And they're, like, feet away from each other. And Hermione flips around at Harry and goes, I'm not an owl! <laughs> like, tell him yourself. Jamaican Hermione. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Anyway, Kenneth needs to get an owl. <laughs> get an owl. Threaten that nigga <laughs> with avian messages. Oh, Lord. Amen. Okay. Um. Yeah, I guess that's it for, right. <laughs> for Hot Tops. Let's move on to the other stuff. Hey, guys. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things, depending on the time and time. But... If you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. 
And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time if it's been on your mind to give it a try. Celebrate May Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking about therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of the read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8. Zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are Distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Here are feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us listen now to black stories black truths from npr wherever you get podcasts welcome back it's time for your letters yes it is send your questions to ask the read at gmail.com we may read them aloud on the show our letter this week comes from tay who says what's up y'all love the show but here's my situation i'm a 32 year old masked lesbian with a very small group of friends and i recently went to new york city to visit one the first day I'm there, we got high as hell, and she took me to see her bestie that lives in the next building over. Oh, boy. I was excited because the bestie is somebody's fine-ass mama. My bad. We had no intentions of hooking up, but it did happen in our oh. friend's house. Okay. Upon my, upon my return to Georgia, the bestie and I were still feeling each other on some other shit, so we continued talking. Our mutual friend advised both of us to not fuck with each other because we aren't, quote, mentally stable enough to do so. But she didn't clarify exactly what that meant. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, the, the bestie visited recently, and we did not tell our mutual friend about it. She found out anyway and posted subs on social media the entire time Bestie was here. She also blocked my number, but told Bestie that she has words for me. Did I cross the boundary outside of the sex in her crib thing, or is it something else? Come on, y'all. Thanks, Tay. I feel like you should have a spinoff show where you just just review lesbian stories, gay girls. Because there is, like... A particular subgenre of drama and dramatic storytelling that exists only with oh, queer femme, yeah, queer woman, yeah, yeah, community. The, the dykes, yes, it is. Um, this is so special. <laughs> it really I, is. I wanted y'all to. I wanted to pick this out because 
y'all be thinking lesbian relationships are just so perfect and everything is so great and the sex is wonderful and nobody has any problems and y'all need to y'all need some doses of reality like this 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 is far more common so yeah like it's always been my experience with all of my les friends that like they love hard and fast oh yeah but the mess yes is just intergalactic mm-hmm. it's like some of the drama that I witnessed between some of my gay homegirls in like my 20s and stuff mind you yeah. they weren't also in their 20s but <laughs> like it was just like oh this is this is this is an interesting fight like this is the, the twists and turns of a roller coaster like nature that's of right this particular fight that's right is is I should be on television. Yeah. Um as far as Tay? Yeah. As far as Tay's concerned, yeah, I do think the like whole having sex at your friend's house <laughs> thing it's a bit much. It was a bit much. Oh Lord. Um why did y'all do that? Fast. You met at the Besties' house. Why you couldn't fuck over there? I don't know. Why would y'all go back? (sighs) It's the next building over. You could have just left. I introduce my friends to each (laughs) other, and they fucking my home. I'm going to want to stab both of y'all in the throat. It's just some things you don't do. (laughs) Like, Like, leave your pussy juice in my house. That's what you don't do. You don't come over here and squirt with another bitch in my home. I don't mind my, like, it would just, have, it, you would have to run it by me. You know what I mean? It would be like, and and I'm trying to figure out what, like, what would be the situation where I'd be like, oh, yeah, I got to understand. You know, like, maybe if, okay, I got it. Okay. My friend is visiting town and is staying with me. Okay. No. (laughs) You immediately talked yourself out of it. (laughs) Because I'm like, okay, and then one of my other friends comes over and they're feeling each other. Go home with that nigga. Why would you fuck here? (laughs) I don't mind. Like, in theory, if there was a situation in some timeline where my friend was like, I really am feeling this person. This is the place. This is the only opportunity. I feel like I would probably be like, okay, I get it. Um, But yeah, truthfully, I don't see why this would need to happen at my place. Right. Especially, once again, if my friend is my neighbor. Just right. leave. Just leave. Like, maybe if I had a big-ass house and I had, like, several guest rooms... And yes. so you're like in a guest room, in a guest bed, where it's like what you do in the bed is your business. That would be one thing. But if it's but like my... you just crashing with me in New York. So what you like on my couch, we share in a bed. Team? Right. You you in where my office. My right. You fucking where I record my show. That's not going to. What are you talking about? I don't, I don't no, know. No, where I sit and watch my, where I sit and watch basketball. You're not going to do that. Guest bathroom. Like. Uh, go somewhere. The bathroom is further away from my right. intimates. Right. And it's a bathroom. <laughs> like, so. 
and you know so I just, nudity yeah. and 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 hygiene it's all of that i but yeah i love that tay said did i cross a boundary <laughs> outside of the sex in her crib thing <laughs> i like if, that as well as if that meant nothing <laughs> yeah because that's really it for me like the rest of it i don't <laughs> i wouldn't have an issue with it right. but i I'm also trying to feel like if that did bother me, would I then be like subbing them and just like hate now that's on a good point. their their relationship altogether because they fucked up my house one time? Like I don't think that I would feel that way, especially if I'm friends with both of them already. You know, it's yeah. one thing if it was like your friend and some random <laughs> that they met or someone that you just met or whatever. Like yeah. you're, you're two good friends, a stranger. That, right. Right. And, yeah, I don't know that I would hold on to that frustration so much that I'm subbing y'all when y'all are hooking up and and stuff like that outside mm-hmm. of me. But I would definitely, after my annoyance uh, subsides, it's going to be a thing that I tease you about for a while. Yeah. Like, you're going to have to hear my jokes about how you were fast up in my house with my other friend for a little while. So don't take it personal. I'm going to make fun of you. And it's oh, yeah, probably no. going to be part of my healing process. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to, like, spray a little Lysol when you get up, like, because I just never know mm-hmm. what you're doing in my home. I mean, maybe. You're going to wake up. <laughs> I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute wait a minute What's i'm gonna going? put puppy pads not puppy pads because <laughs> you don't know how to stop leaking in my home so let me help you out <laughs> Woo, you gonna hate me but it's just, just like dripping yeah. all over my house since we're having fun in my house <laughs> let's have some fun yeah I, I also so i think that's a very good point and the fact that your friend blocked your number, but not the other girl's number leads me to think that maybe your friend has a crush on this bestie girl. <sighs> that passed my mind a little bit. Somebody's fine-ass mama. And so maybe that's the conversation y'all need to have. But also, I have been the mutual friend who has had to say to two lesbians, y'all should not fuck. It's an extremely bad idea. Hell, I've had to say this to two gay niggas. Yeah. <laughs> I've had to tell people... It is such a bad idea for y'all to get together. I pray you don't do this. And then they do it anyway. And (laughs) so I... Surprise, it was a bad idea. Yeah, surprise. But I would say the only part of it that is suspect is the the fact that she blocked you. Like, I think maybe she's got some feelings there that she didn't necessarily share with you about this bestie person. Um, And so maybe, you know, maybe that would be something y'all could talk about. And if I were you, I would, she said, you know, oh, she told this other girl that she has words for me. If you have words for me, then why did you block me? That's that. That also don't make sense. Because it's like, if you got something to say, then bitch, say it. How are we supposed to even meet up so you can talk when you got me blocked? Like, I literally thought the same thing when you read that part. She said she got words for me. You know how you share words? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Through the phone, but we can't do so, that, can we? Yeah. Did you cross a boundary outside of the sex in her house thing? I don't think so. No. No, I don't think so. Because even though, like, I've been the friend to say, this is a horrible idea, don't <laughs> do it. It's still up to you niggas to do it. And mm-hmm. 10 times out of 10, y'all are going to do it anyway. Like, y'all, y'all right. are going to do it. Mm-hmm. So I'm just telling you it's a bad idea because morally I have to. But after that, <laughs> but after that, the bad decision completely belongs to y'all. 
And mm-hmm. so it's not something I would have had this reaction about. Um, again, so I'm confused about that part. And maybe it's something y'all could talk about. Like I said, maybe. But if you got me blocked, <laughs> then I'm not going to be pressed about, you know, trying to reach out to you and see what's wrong and like how we going to fix things or whatever else, because you clearly not interested in having a dialogue with me. Like that's right. what blocking says to me. The right. the avenue for communication is closed. It does not mean come track me down on Instagram or spill or Twitter or threads or whatever else. It doesn't mean, you know, ask everybody else about me and be a weirdo <laughs> about it and shit. Like it means I don't have nothing else to say to you about you. I'm literally done. And so, yeah, I wouldn't be chasing after her. But if the opportunity for the conversation arises, I would take it because if she had a crush on this girl, she should have told you. She should have said, I'm finna, I'm finna take you to meet my bestie. But just so you know, I'm trying to get that. Yeah. And that could have prevented a lot of this. (laughs) But maybe next time, you know, I get it. You meet somebody fine, but maybe just don't fuck (laughs) in your friend's house. Yeah. Just maybe don't do that or at least get explicit permission first. At least get explicit permission first. Because I'm so pro-ho, like I said, if my friend was like, look, do you mind if we just... I'm going to be like, all right, um, there's some Lysol. (laughs) And condoms. Put a towel down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Silicone lube stains. I have water-based if you need. Nice. Um, Nice. And just, you know, make sure you do it here. But right. again, I feel like my I've had friends over my place before and been like, oh, I like that over there. And then they just leave. Yeah. <laughs> like they this just, is, I really they don't just get why y'all just had to do it there. But again, if I had the space where you're expected to have your own <laughs> privacy and your own bed and all that, that would be one thing. But you fucking mm-hmm. a bitch on my countertops. That's not where, look, not this is where I feed my kids, bitch. What do you mean? <laughs> y'all fucked in my damn kitchenette. What do you mean? <laughs> Next to my Laurie's? Okay. And they live in, in New York. In front of my foreman? The apartment is not big, okay? They live in New York. This is not some giant apartment. <laughs> Next to my air fryer? <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah. I think the sex in her house left a sour taste, but she might also have behavior. My God. Yeah. <laughs> the reaction was a little stronger than it needed to be. So I'd get clear. Of you. Oh, this is the shit I be dealing with. This is the shit I be dealing with. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, best of luck to you though, Tay. Please, please give us an update if uh anything else happens in this story. Um, and let us know. We're gonna cut the letters off right there this week. Again, if you have a question for us, send it to asktheread at gmail.com. We're going to take another break and be right back. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, folks, we're back. It's time for the read. Take it away, because mine is done. (laughs) Okay, well, I just have a couple of quick things to talk about, and then I'll be out of the way. First of all, Kevin Hart, nobody pays you for your political or um, socially aware opinions ever at all. I don't know where he was. I just saw this clip. He's at some kind of convention or something. He's talking to a white man on stage holding a microphone and he's talking about how if you look in the hood, it ain't nothing but liquor stores and check cashing places. And this is not stand up. This isn't like a comedy conversation. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just so you <laughs> so you don't give him that benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. So I he wasn't. says, look around the hood. Look how raggedy it is. You know why that is? Because niggas are stupid. Oh, Okay. Because people in the hood aren't smart enough to open up bank accounts. They're going to get a check. And do you know what those dumb, slovenly niggas are going to do? They're going to take that check to the check cashing spot, and then they're going to put a liquor store right next to it because they know niggas don't want to do nothing with their money but buy Black and Miles and buy fucking E&J. And so that's why there ain't nothing in the hood that y'all need. It's just a bunch of easy shit that's easy cash because we don't even want you niggas to build credit. And because you niggas can't build credit and everything is in cash, you niggas will stay poor. And that's how the poor stay poor. And once you get it, then you can get out of poverty. But not until you understand that first will you change your life by changing your mind. Oh, God. You, You are the dumb nigga that you are accusing other people of being, sir. The hood is not full of check cashing spots because people just are too dumb to get bank accounts. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I don't know where you got that from. People go to check cashing spots because they have issues around ID or citizenship or they've had too many overdrafts or something else go on with their bank account, or because their bank account is overdrafted and they actually need all of their money, so they go to the check-in slash cash-in spot instead of taking it to the bank, or they've had too many um, overdrafts or bad checks or whatever, so their account got closed and now they can't open up another one. People don't go to the check cash and spot because they're too dumb and have never heard of Bank of America. <laughs> I don't know what happens to niggas when they get famous and like genuinely rich, like multi millions of dollars rich. But for some reason, it transforms you extremely regular niggas into thinking, you know, something about how the world works or how how poor people can pull themselves out of poverty when that just isn't true talking about oh well they and they put liquor stores there because they know that's how y'all are and they put a bunch of other cash shit there because they don't want y'all to build credit and all you got to do to break out of that is to understand that that's what they doing to you no bitch you're taking the systemic out of the poverty 
Period. Capitalism. Like a little bit of <laughs> Capitalism <laughs> demands poverty. It, it requires it. it <laughs> yeah. If everybody has enough money to not work, capitalism falls apart. <laughs> so it's like you you saying, oh, well, all you got to do is get it and understand how the white people are really trying to understand how it's set up. And then you can break out of it. Girl, the system is designed so that everybody cannot break out of it. That is the point. These people are being exploited. They are being held down deliberately. <laughs> They need every last bit of the check that they have because the check don't even cover everything that they need to pay for. So, yeah, if they are already dealing with shit with their regular bank account, like being overdrafted or whatever else, yes, they might go and do this. Yes, they might go to a check cash in place and take advantage of that service, not because they're too stupid, but because that is exactly where poverty will put you between a rock and a hard place. And now you have to make some decisions that a rich nigga like Kevin Hart has not had to make in probably 20, 30 years. That's the gag, though. It's like, you ain't Jaden Smith. You yeah, you niggas. It's like they forget. It's like they forget. It's like... <laughs> It's, or or they they get rich and then they start blaming everybody around them for not also getting rich, not realizing like yeah. oh, you're the anomaly. You made yeah. it. Mm-hmm. The the story isn't that nobody can escape their the the class they were born into. It's that it's rare. It's rare to move up, especially. Especially when you are a person like the folks you're talking about, where that escalation is intentionally set with numerous traps, yep. detours, and all kinds of shit to prevent you from it. Yes. Like, it's already rare, just period. But then it's also rare when you're set up not to get that escalation. And it isn't <sighs> by putting that. a liquor store next to a check cashing place. And uh, to put it on people in the hood and be like, it's just because y'all are dumb. That that really pissed me off. That, He's tired of a specific cousin, and I don't know what that has to do with like, all the other niggas in the country. <laughs> like, all you have to do is tell that nigga, no, I'm not giving you no money. Stop you need me. to pull up the Victoria Monet album and play that Stop Asking Me for Shit. That's what you need yeah. to do. That's what you need to do. I can't wait to see her show. You need Separate to text JJ separately from everybody else and be like, JJ, I'm not paying your T-Mobile bill no more. Like, the end. I'm not this whole that. you you done took whatever annoyance you have with that side of the family that is constantly in your pocket, and you done made it about poor people living in the hood because they're stupid. Do you think if people had, if people were earning a living wage, even do you think they would be in this situation? No, <laughs> nobody <laughs> wants to go pay two percent of their check or whatever to the check cashing spot in fees like. People would rather have direct deposit. They would rather have all their money. They would rather be able to pay their fucking bills. Kevin Hart, girl, just, just, uh, just should have. Because as an entertainer, I enjoy Kevin Hart. Like, he's good as a host. He's good as an interviewer. He's good on, in like, sketch comedy. He was good at that Real Husbands of Hollywood thing. Like, he can be entertaining. But like I'm about to I'm about to be like how white people be like, just shut up and dribble. I'm about to be <laughs> just just grab the mic. You can't do that though with comedy. Because you have to have a perspective. You have to have like a belief system. You have to it, it has to come from somewhere within you and that's and unfortunate. It's is. unfortunately very true. You're right. 
You're right. But I mean, go go back to the jokes about when you was a little Your kid. Cousins. And, yeah. Yeah. Don't make it about, oh, niggas in the hood. If you niggas wanted to get out of the hood, you would just stop being stupid. Like, don't you do that. You would just go get a bank account. Because, yeah the, yeah, the bank system in this country is not at all confusing, predatory. Yeah, no, um, no. Fully <laughs> open to niggas. Love niggas. Yeah, and would love, love them. <laughs> and would love like, to help you build your wealth. And yeah, girl, we'll Can't wait. Can't wait. You can't even start with the very basic fact of people do not make enough money to live. People do not make enough money to comfortably pay their rent, groceries, childcare, gas, insurance, car payments. They do not have enough money to Formula, live. Girl. Start diapers. right fucking there, girl. Ugh, your analysis is missing quite a bit. And if if this is what you're gonna say, then I would I'd rather you go back to lying on your mama and talking about how you went and told the teacher that she your mama said. That you better not put your damn bitch at. Like, go back to that. Go back to that and telling us funny stories from your youth or, you know, uh, uh, just anything. Let's, so let's talk about all the women you cheated on and how many yeah. apple boxes you have to stand on to look like you eye level with with Tiffany Haddish or something <laughs> like that. Let's do that. Let's not do this. Apple boxes. <laughs> and to wrap it up, <clears throat> I want to say this is not really a read. It's more of great message, wrong messenger. Oh boy. So Nick Cannon was on <laughs> <laughs> was on his Daily Cannon show. Did you see this? Of course I saw his shit. <laughs> and with he's crazy talking, glasses. Yes, with them crazy glasses on, talking about how Kenneth Petty, who we just talked about, Nicki Minaj's husband, is bad for the brand. Literally said it's tarnishing the brand. You standing on the corner of the block outside the VMAs talking all this shit like real gangsters don't even do this. Real niggas don't even get on the phone. Street niggas is street niggas like they don't be on the Internet. And you got all these niggas around you talking about we outside. and Yeah, blah, blah, blah this is this, this. Like if you're going to keep it street, you need to keep it street smart. <laughs> mm-hmm. And now you on punishment sitting at home for the next 120 days. And I just thought. Okay, Meanwhile, love. he got on Bootsy Collins. <laughs> I was like, I'm not actually mad at this analysis. Like, this is true as far as I'm concerned. And I do agree that Kenneth Petty is tarnishing Nikki's brand. But Nicholas would know. Nick Cannon would know. He would know about his actions reflecting poorly on people that he has been associated with romantically. You would you would know. You, you would know. Get the fuck out. <laughs> okay. It's like, is still a vibe. Did you did you recently learn this lesson for yourself? Were you like, oh I'm embarrassing my ex-wife and the mother of my first children by going around and sticking my dick in any biracial girl who let me have her and and reproducing 18,000 more times. Like, did you just realize that for yourself? That this might be embarrassing for Mariah that you keep acting like this? Like, yeah. I don't I don't know. And maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe why I think a few months ago he said he decided to chill out on the constant nutting everywhere and he was going to, you know, relax on having all these kids. Like, maybe so. And maybe that's why he feels like he can tell somebody else. So I was like, not mad at this, but coming from you, it is uh, it's a little, it's a little hilarious. So. Yes. But that is it for me. What about you this week, friend? 
Okay, so two quick personal stories are reasons. One of them is less of a read. I'll start with that one. Okay. This one is more so an inquiry. So um, I got a new grill. Well, I got a George Foreman grill. Oh, um, I thought you meant teeth grill. <laughs> I love being black. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I got a George Foreman grill just because um, I grew up with them. Like, I, as a latchkey kid, it was easy for me to get home, throw a hot dog or a burger or something on there if I got hungry and feed myself. Absolutely. Um, and so I was like, oh, I got some gluten-free bread. Why not get a little grill? So I get like 30 bucks now. So, um, the other day or two ago, I hopped on Instacart and I was just trying to get like basic stuff to make the burgers with. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, on Instacart, it'll be like, oh, if this item is out of stock, would you like to replace it? Oh, no. Oh, no. Or would you like (laughs) to just get a refund for it? So there were, like, maybe two things on the list that I was like, if it's sold out, refund me. Um, And the rest of the stuff I used to just say, replace it with whatever you suggest. And so I noticed... Towards, you know, it goes like it shows you like live updates of everything. So I noticed as the shopping was going through, that's one of the things I asked for a refund for got replaced and with like something I didn't want. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and then the other thing that I had asked a refund for got replaced by something I, I didn't want. So I sent a message to the shopper and I was like, Hey, do you mind if you just refund those things? Because I don't really, you know, need the replacements. It's okay. And he sent me a message back and he was like, sure, no problem. Just so you know, though, um, for shoppers, if he said, (laughs) he said something to the effect of for shoppers, if we don't find an item or if we refund the item and our tip is percentage based. Mm hmm then it automatically sets the tip to zero. Oh, wow. And was like, so if you don't mind, could you just adjust the tip thing within, you know, 24 hours so I'll still get a tip? And I was like, I sent a message back and I was like, okay. And I was just like, that's crazy. Like, is that true? Because I've never heard that before. But I'm also just like, if I put that I want for my shopper to get 25% of the the total and i asked for some chips that cost four dollars that they don't have then just whatever the minus for whatever the total is after that four dollars they should just get 25 percent of that that's what i would think that's what i would think and this and i've had people you know shop for me on instacart before and done the same thing it's never i've never heard that before so that's it. And then I never even got my order because when he pulled up, uh, I guess he must have had trouble parking or something. So oh next thing I knew, I looked at the thing and it just, it was canceled. <laughs> he didn't say anything. Didn't call me nothing. So anyways, I mentioned that to say, if, again, this is less of a read. I First of all, sir, you could have just brought the food or the, the, the stuff. I don't know what that whole confusion was when you actually pulled up to deliver it. But I'm more so curious about what he said in terms of Instacart. I want to know if that is really a thing. Because if it is, why would you do that to, to your shoppers? 
It doesn't. Right. It literally doesn't make any sense. Just because if if the store doesn't have something in stock, then they get punished for it. Like that doesn't. It doesn't add up. And I almost believe that the person who was doing that shopping was not telling me the truth. But I also um, went to the help thing afterwards and was chatting and I asked. And it was like, you know, the, he told me X, Y, and Z happens if they don't have something. <laughs> and they were just like, the person who I was in the chat with was like, oh, we're going to escalate it to something, something, which sounded to me like that person might get in trouble, which was not my intention. Mm-hmm. Um, but they didn't tell me yes or no, or whether or not that shit is true. Also, that's shady. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I, I hope somebody clarifies, because that... I've never heard that, but I don't Instacart, so. But I'm sure we have some people who do shop for, do Instacart or work yeah. for Instacart as shoppers. So maybe they'll be able to tell us if that's true. And if it is, girl, that don't make no sense. Please make it make sense. Like, it, like if right. I order $120 worth of stuff and you find everything but something that costs me $6, then you should get 25% of $114. Yes, you should. Why should I have to? And and. I think they know that people are not about to just hop back into the app or whatever to, um, to to deal with adjust the right. I would would assume. I mean, and I would assume that y'all just automatically give the person twenty five percent of my grand total, whether it goes up or down from what I initially ordered. Like, I feel like this doesn't have to be complicated. I'm not sure why. Yeah, I don't know. That is so weird. I feel like that man was fibbing, but who knows? We'll see. I'd love to to find out. Maybe he wanted Last to make sure you was gonna give him some damn money. <laughs> like, that's what it, it felt. And, and especially since he that. peeled off so fast, <laughs> right? it felt like you know I already went in the app and told him some shit or whatever. I feel like I'm not getting nothing off this one. <laughs> so let me sit down. <laughs> So Damn. I don't know what the truth is. Yeah. Um. Lastly, I was in Atlanta. Uh, last week recording some stuff. Uh, that will be coming out soon. And I was staying at a hotel in Buckhead, and I went to go walk to uh, like CVS, the CVS down the street from Lenox, to just go get some stuff. And as I'm exiting the hotel. I, I know exactly. I know exactly what you talk. I know exactly the CVS you're talking about. I'm mad yeah. that this is how many times I have stayed in Buckhead. That I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. So I'm going, uh, leaving the hotel to walk towards that direction. As I'm walking out the front of the hotel, a car just sort of stops in the front of the hotel, like valet area, and this, you know, tall, modelist black woman comes out of the back of the back seat. Um, she's wearing, you know, her very best, uh, boss bitch outfit, right? Love that. Now, I was, you know, raised with chivalry in my skeleton. It's just this natural, uh, part of who I am. It's kind of a default thing. Um, so I see this woman walking towards the hotel. I stop and I fully hold the door open for her, right? This is also, like, it isn't one of those things where, like, I'm walking out and you're a few steps away, so it would kind of even be rude not to. I literally made the effort <laughs> while she's getting out of the car to be like, oh, I'm holding the door open for this black lady. You know what I'm saying? Respect to our queens. 
Do you know this lady walked up to the door, did not look me in my face, did not part her mouth to say nothing, and instead, like, grabs the edge of the door as she's passing me and then just walks past and goes in. Almost to say, like, oh, I could have held the door open for myself. Oh. Hmm. Like, I don't need you or no other nigga to be holding a door open for me. What did you expect for me to acknowledge you? What you wanted to thanks? Did you want to chips ahoy as well? And I just felt like, you know, something. <laughs> oh Lord. Tyler Perry in this compound got y'all fucked up. I think that this nigga has like instilled something in some of y'all black brains to make you feel like you can go down to the local TJ Maxx and get the most expensive looking chiffon blouse and then walk past the nigga just trying to be very kind to you in the street and shit on him because you have to con- continue to cement to the world and the universe that you are an independent boss bitch that don't need nothing need from nobody. nobody. That's right. Madam, when I tell you wrong tree, you c- listen. I didn't want anything from you but for you to have a nice day. But there is something really that I take issue with, with motherfuckers not having basic manners. Bitch, you saw me standing here holding this door open for you. I'm wearing tights and an Ice Spice t-shirt. I obviously (laughs) don't work here. No, at first I thought maybe she thought she was straight, but never mind. I thought maybe she thought you was trying to holler at her, but never mind. <laughs> no! <laughs> Damn, now I really don't get it. I'm a, Not like a five, eight and a half, <laughs> wearing some fucking compression shorts <laughs> and an ice spicy shirt. I don't want you, girl. I you thought like I was, was trying scared. to holler at you? No, you didn't. Furthermore, I'm also clearly walking out as you are walking in. So it's not even like I'm going to be... Yeah following you <laughs> the fact of the matter remains okay yeah all you could have should have done in that situation was a sit- you didn't even have to say thank you she could have just hit me with a head nod mm-hmm. with the like the very universally understood an acknowledgement nod. yeah something something you could even said thanks for a little bit of attitude but the whole fact that it was just like <laughs> 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 this is why y'all niggas be on Twitter every day arguing or doing these fucking battles of sexes back and forth gender politics garbage oh, no. every day on like I don't know which one of the niggas in your life or on your timeline pissed you off that day sis but there what are individuals out here that just want to do the right thing that just want to like show you some sort of respect yeah. Even the slightest method of upliftment, even just just a very basic gender of kindness with no expectation of anything in return. I happen to be one of those niggas very often, even when I'm not having a good day. As I said, like, it is just ingrained in me to do certain things like that, yeah. especially for women. And if you are a black or a melanated woman on top of that, yeah, I'm probably going to do the thing. Mm-hmm. But to be like, Oh, sweetie. A door? <laughs> Peasant. Yeah, that's fucked up. Oh. Girl, I'm staying in this same ass hotel. And to keep it up being, it really is given that you came in here to assist somebody or whatever, someone who is actually staying here or lives here. So I don't know what the fuck, like, what in the exact buckhead peach tree gave you the goddamn black ass audacity <laughs> to walk past me and be disrespectful. But I called Candace and I said, 
everybody on timeout. Don't let the goddamn door hit you where the good Lord certainly split you, bitch, because I will be. For next month... I know you was pissed. <laughs> all y'all owes on punishment. I don't give a fuck. Nobody is getting anything nice from me. Good night. And I should have asked for her goddamn name so I could reference it here. Okay. And y'all could say, uh, homegirl, woo-dee-woo, on, <laughs> on, in Buckhead. Okay. She's to blame for it. <laughs> I just love how we always eventually end up in that place of, and so therefore, fuck everybody. <laughs> And yeah. I'm not doing anything. Because that's what it should have been in the first place. No, no. I was foolish enough friend. to be like, no, oh, friend, just here's one someone who looks like me. <laughs> Let me just do something. How many motherfuckers have held a door open for you in the past? This year alone, bitch. Mm. How many niggers have held a door open for you? Wanting nothing. Oh, I've doormen, so. Girl. <laughs> Help it. I had to. I had to. I had to say it. I'm so sorry. You know sorry. that I am I not do. talking about I niggas know. I who know. are employed to do that. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to. And even then, th- I feel like that pissed me off even... I, that would actually piss me off more. <sighs> I feel like that would actually piss me off more if I was working there or if it was, you know, if it was my job to do that and you ignore me. Maybe not... Yeah, it was obviously uh, I'm annoyed, you know, but like seeing someone else, if for instance, if I were walking out and there was someone who was holding the door or if I was waiting out there and there was mm-hmm. someone holding the door, especially another black body, and you did that, ooh, that would burn me up. Yeah. That would burn me yeah, up. Yeah, I would be pissed. <laughs> I feel like it's even, it's, because you don't owe me nothing. I'm just a, whatever. You yeah, know what I mean? It's rude. It, it was is. very rude. Yeah. But... Yeah, I'm just another regular ass civilian or whatever on the street. You don't owe me a goddamn thing. You don't owe a a door person anything either, really. But to just try and uh, that to me would be even grosser. So I'm like basic, basic manners. Like thank you, even if somebody (laughs) is being paid to hold the door for you. I always say thank you. I say thank you when they do everything related to their job because it is still a service that I'm appreciative for. So, yeah, I say thank you. And I tip them niggas every Christmas because I genuinely appreciate it. Same. <laughs> Golly. Anyway, it just, like, bad manners upsets me all the time. <laughs> but, like, there was something. And you know what it is? And I also said this to Candace. It was the, the holding of the door. Mm. It was something yeah. about her holding that wide open door that she had literally no <laughs> reason to touch that really got under my skin. Because it was like her saying, fuck you, bitch. Yeah. Ain't nobody asked you to hold open this goddamn door for me. Okay. I could have done it myself. Bet you got it. All oh, y'all got it. <laughs> like, you don't have to have no hands at this okay. point for me to open a door open for you. All right. And that's it. Oh, okay. And you actually just said something that made me think of one more thing I wanted to talk about. I know you know... Um, you probably one of the voters um, in the WNBA for the um, awards at the end of the season and everything, right? But um, to whichever one of your fellow voters who gave Asia Wilson a fourth place vote in the MVP voter, I truly don't understand. Fourth place? Fourth place. The Asia fucking Wilson. No, I'm sorry. It's egregious. It's egregious. Like, it was going to be a tight race anyway. Everybody has been talking about 
Stewie versus Wilson all season. Alyssa Thomas came through beating a bunch of ass for Connecticut yeah. and got them all the way here. So, like, it was going to be a tight race between the three of them anyway. For y'all to disrespect Asia Wilson by giving her a fourth place fucking vote. Wow. I said, this is this is exactly what the girls be talking about. When they talk about racism in the league and how it impacts players, this is exactly what the fuck they be talking about. Fourth place for a woman who has carried that team on her back since she got there. I mean, she just scored 34 points against the Dallas Wings. She keeps and she keeps doing it. She keeps doing that's just in the playoffs. Like 14 in the third quarter alone. I mean, this is what I'm saying. She be beating ass. Asia is so dominant on both sides of the court. Like, it's it's truly a thrill to watch her play. I feel honored that I get to watch Asia Wilson play basketball. For y'all to insinuate a fourth place vote? Nah, nah, I'm sorry. It's it's disrespectful. The W got to start reporting which one of you hoes voted in which way. And I know you don't have no shame. You don't have no problem showing your ballot and showing your work. But some of y'all, some of your white counterparts, something in the milk ain't clean because that is nothing Mm. but pure hatred. A fourth place vote for Asia Wilson. You mean to tell me there's three hoes in the NBA, more uh, in the NBA, in the W, more valuable than Asia Wilson? Where? You got to shut the fuck up. You have got to shut the fuck up. You don't know nothing about basketball. Shout out to mm. Devereaux Peter. She says that all the time. Some of y'all get on here every day and you prove that you don't know nothing about basketball. And I know precious little about basketball, but I know you a goddamn lie for that. I know <laughs> you a goddamn lie for putting Asia Wilson in fourth place. I know that for sure. I don't yeah, have to be the host. No I don't have to be the host of Kid Fury's sports shorts to know that y'all out y'all goddamn minds on that one. Mm. So congrats yeah. to Stewie. That's my, I almost said that's my nigga. That's my team. You know, that's my white girl. And I'm a ride with her and all that. But y'all disrespecting Asia like this is just could not go unacknowledged because that was so shitty and so yeah, fucked cool. up. Like she fully. Anyway, anyway. So, but that's it for me. Do better by Asia Wilson and the other black girls in the league because wouldn't be no league without them. Um, and that is going to wrap up this week's episode of the show. Check us out on social media at This Is The Read. Um, our right, merch is over at shoptheread.com. Any other announcements from you before we head out this week, friend? I've got no new announcements, but I am a busy bee. I'm plotting and scheming. <laughs> Are you seducing and scheming? Oh, the strike ah! is over! Yes. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> I completely forgot to completely mention. Completely forgot to mention the writer's strike is over. Yes, the writer's guild uh, reached a, a, an agreement or whatever, but we're not going back to work until SAG also gets right. there. Of course. Gets there just due, so it's a look in the right direction and honestly i'm not worried about sag <laughs> like i'm not they yeah they'll figure it I'm, out yeah they're, i'm sure we'll hear something in soon. uh it, very soon so yes that is good to yes. hear shout um, out to unions shout out to the people all Together. of the girlies are now like you know what we should do 
Fucking unionize. Period. And strike again. Everybody. I heard voice actors are are coming for it next. Even video game voice actors. I saw that. Yeah. I said, oh, you bitches are shaking the table now. Yes. And the folks on the other side of it are sweating bullets. Yeah. So everybody just wants money. Yeah. To live. We work hard and be able to survive. Eggs are like $7 a a dozen, girl. (laughs) People, People want their fucking money. And but my yacht, I've only got three yachts, so I have to have two. It's not fair. Too damn bad. So, yeah, shout out to the writers. Um, and, yeah, hopefully the actors are up next and give these people what they're worth. And I'm excited. Oh, thank God. Thank God. I need my television. Please. Jesus. We can't rely on baddies alone. <laughs> Man can't live off to be alone. And on that Amen. note. <laughs> incest dragon show because they didn't stop filming oh yeah they said that, that i don't think that's any of our business but yeah we're british <laughs> right so but okay all right see you guys um so yeah happy for the writers and let this be a reminder to all of you that you know the there are more of us than them <laughs> T. and we might have to unite to take them down but we can take them down All right. Uh, Take care of yourselves. We will see y'all next week. Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com.